Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. It's really cold here, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not like polar vortex cold, but it's still like five degrees or something this morning. Yeah, we're rocking single digits lately. Yeah, it's cold. It's been uh, weird because sometimes... We're not used to it. You being from Colorado, you're not... Well, you're I'm originally see- from here, but yeah. we haven't lived in this sort of environment for eight years. Yeah, it's been quite a time, quite some time since uh, we've... Uh, had to experience the frigidness of actual snow. Yeah. Sean's been seeing all sorts of snows. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It, it really is. It's just, it's strange that like six months ago we were living in California where it never snows. Right. I mean, it does up in like Big Bear and stuff, but, yeah, but, I mean, but where like, we were. Southern California doesn't, it doesn't happen there. Yeah. It doesn't get rarely, rarely gets below 40 degrees. Yeah. And then you're you're lucky if that happens, you know. And we're talking like in the main area, you know, the main, you know, valley and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like here, it gets cold. Yep. It's uh, it's different. It is. It's definitely different. And, and not only that, but there can be like a twenty, thirty degree difference between like daytime and nighttime <laughs> yeah no there and, and also and that just, happens in the summer too we were saying we were out during the weekend and oh yeah i'm sitting outside you know in the morning you know the it was the nice early. it was probably like 42 degrees 43 degrees like sun shining yeah it was fine and we're like great a little chilly but it'll be fine so we're out and all of a sudden like we were at the, like an outlet store or whatever and i went in to use the bathroom and I came out, and I was like, the wind had started blowing. And I was like, what? Oh, it must have kicked up a bunch of dust. It wasn't dust. It was snowing while the sun was out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it got really cold. It got it dropped probably like 10, 15 degrees in less than 20 minutes. Yeah. Because the snow just blew in out of nowhere. It was freaking crazy. Yeah. But that's Colorado for you. Yeah, it's really, it was really strange. That's how it is out here. Um, Yeah, so yeah, I didn't care much for that <laughs> no because we were out in it i was like god damn it but uh yeah so but that's that's kind of what we've been up to got to see a bunch of movies over the past couple of days oh yes we saw uh questionable leading man liam neeson's newest movie <laughs> uh cold pursuit Speaking of living in Colorado during the winter, apparently that's where this movie uh, takes place. But I would like to say that whoever filmed this movie has never even seen a picture of Colorado. There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was like, no, it doesn't look like that at all. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of funny that I think I think I think there's a, that's the reason why a lot of people went to go see it. Oh, and what it, here? The theater, really? Well, yeah, because yeah. it's supposed to be Colorado, and everybody in the theater is like, no. Like, the people next to us were like, that doesn't look anything like it. Well, I mean, there's parts where, like, they're, you know, because, like, you know, we live, you know, within reasonable proximity of uh, Castle Rock. Uh-huh. And they show, like, the, you know, the... Well, no, they don't show Castle Rock. They show the... Yes, they do. There's no, that one they rock. don't. It, that's not Castle Rock. The, he, they're supposed to be in the mountains. That's just a rock. I thought that was the Castle Rock. No. No, because oh. they live in, like, some little town... Like, that's supposed to be in the mountains, like, three hours away from Denver, where apparently it's Trail Ridge Road constantly, which is the only place, like, it really snows, like, you know, 10 feet of snow or whatever. Uh, And then they shut the roads down. But, like, Liam Neeson, like, literally plows every single day through about 15 feet of new snow. 
and yeah. then but there's nothing there there's no trees nothing but there's a waterfall that hasn't frozen over for some reason that he gets to dump dead bodies down yeah basically <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah. fucking wild movie i was just like wait what well basically without giving you know talking it's too absurd much, it's talking actually to, enjoyable it turned out to be a much more much more absurd movie than i was than i expected oh yeah yeah i didn't know because i thought it was going to be just like a straight taken type thing or the gray or, or just the commuter like, or just, just like a straight like liam neeson's seeking vengeance well that's movie. what i mean the commuter you know the gray the uh to any of the taken movies you know any movie he's been doing lately and and it's not it's kind of weird it's a little off kilter which is kind of fun um but then there's a lot of like time to drive into denver scenes where they literally show like the city in the distance and them driving what would probably be I-70 into town and there's fucking nothing. Yeah. There's no stores. There's no trees. There's nothing. And I'm like, that doesn't look anything. Like yeah, no, <laughs> there's no other building. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> there's no traffic. And you're like, Oh yeah, you fucking wish it looked like that. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, Denver's a pretty busy city. I yeah, don't know if you guys pretty busy. That. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a, kind of a big deal. Well, that's the thing. It's the most populous city, populous city between here and Chicago. Yeah. Or between LA and Chicago. There's some, yeah, there's some weirdness going on in that movie. And uh, it's it's worth your time just to, to see it if you don't really care much for those, you know, Liam Neeson vengeance movies. And eh. Yeah, it's you can, weird. You can, you can give it a pass, but it's, yeah. it's interesting. Also, so at Marvel at the lead villain's attempt of doing an American accent when oh, he yeah. so obviously is not American. Yeah, yeah. That's it, impressive. It was... Uh, it was I, like a guttural grunt the entire time. It was a very gravelly voice. It was the most earnest attempt at an American accent since Jonathan Reese Myers in Dragon. Oh, yeah, except with more gravel. With more gravel. Yeah. It was like if Jonathan Reese Meyer, Myers was in Dracula but gargling stones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there, there's all sorts of... It, it's, it's such a movie. It's kind of a... You're like, oh, okay, he's going to find his, you know, avenge his son. But then, like, you know, there's a he kidnaps a kid, and then he's there's like some Quentin Tarantino esque title cards in the middle. And then there's like a Native American turf war. Going yeah, something on. happens there where they're like, yeah, this a is dude gets killed by the plow because he gets sucked into it. Yeah, and well, there was also this one part where they were just like, yeah the here in this mountain ski town uh the where the native american reservation is they built a casino i'm like the only reservations we have are you are like down south yeah there's none in the mountains not i mean i don't think there are but we do have casinos but they are not on native american land yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like okay yeah <laughs> whatever you want to say movie <laughs> yeah but uh yeah it's pretty silly yeah. There were some previews, too. I'm trying to think. Yeah, what did we see for previews? Thank they, God we didn't see that stupid dog preview. Oh, I know. Well, that, I think that's already been in theaters. And, yeah, good. You know, gone, and I don't we, have to watch we it. Got, yeah, we're pa- I think we're past that. Did but, we see Captain Marvel? No, they didn't show that. Okay. Well, that's coming out soon. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, they showed this Dennis Quaid won't oh, leave his yeah. house movie. Dennis Quaid turns into a creepy killer movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that one's... Uh, he won't leave the house he sold 
to this couple and then he just keeps terrorizing them yes yeah that's right and then he just like randomly pops up in the background all the time well, it's funny because the movie's called intruder i was like why don't you just call it the guy who won't leave my house <laughs> just call it that i forgot about that that's right yeah there's that i mean there's there's you know we're we're not quite to the blockbusters yet no you know, but we're we're getting there. You know, Captain Marvel should be uh should be a treat. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, I finally saw a Shazam poster because I feel like the trailer for that came out and then like nothing happened. It's coming out, but in, it's like... coming out in April, so it's like sandwiched between Captain Marvel and the Avengers. But I feel like you know you you would think because I feel like I'd see more advertising, but I don't see any for it. Just more of a bigger push because I feel like Captain Marvel has been like they've been pumping that movie since like before christmas oh yeah that's what i mean that's why like shazam had that trailer what like it was like comic-con yeah it was like comic-con comic-con i was like wow this looks really great and then i feel like nothing else happened well, unless i another, totally missed it there was like it. another trailer that came out like another like something okay, more yeah, extended like, that okay. came out i think around christmas but i feel like just the buzz for it is not like uh like you would think. I don't know. Right. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I mean, Aquaman kind of went under the radar and then it came out and everybody saw it. A bunch of people saw it and it did really well. Yeah, and so, it was good. You know, and Aquaman, yeah, I mean, for, for what it was, Aquaman was good. Yeah, I you liked know, it. Was it was a good movie. Um, Shazam looks definitely to be. I'm excited so, to see Shazam. Well, because it's, you know, it's not. And I your, don't even like Shazam. It's not your usual. Yeah, Shazam is not my thing. Yeah, he's not my thing either because why? It's a story about a child. <laughs> I don't like stories about kids. I didn't even like stories I, about kids when I was a kid. I've except never, the Goonies. I've never really enjoyed the character that much. At that's because he's a kid. Well, yeah. I mean, just like I just. But even yeah, no. I've never had any interest to be like, oh, I must buy that Shazam comic. Like I've, it's really like the only thing. The only, the only the most important thing that Shazam holds to me is the superpowers figure that mm-hmm. uh, is hard to come by. You know, and I would really like it at one point, but I don't have it. I don't think I've ever even seen it. It's you don't see it very often. It, it's you know it came out in the third series, and you know it's one of those ones like you know Mister Miracle or uh, Cyborg. You know you don't you know they go they they fetch a pretty price, mm. you know, especially uh, you know on Men on Card. But yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll last, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, hopefully we'll But I am excited to see it, which is again surprising for me. I had such an aha moment a couple of years ago. I forget what I was doing. I was like talking to somebody about like what I didn't like about whatever. And it dawned on me that what I didn't like about everything I was talking about was it was a some it was the main character was a child. <laughs> and I don't like stories about kids. I've never liked stories about kids. Yeah, no. And I'm like Oh, that makes so much sense. Do you like the Goonies? I do like the Goonies. That's a, that is kind of, but that's kind of more of a comedy. But it's a story about kids. It is a story about kids. That is an exception. But they're more teenagers. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like about like children. Children. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can talk about. I mean, but you know, Goonies is more like, hey, here's a bunch of sh- you know, scrappy, you know, twelve to sixteen year olds. Yeah. You know, doing stuff. Well, like, so I started watching the Americans. Yeah. In the Americans, they have children. Every once in a while, they'll show a scene just with the kids. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't. Go away, children. Don't. Let's go back to your parents killing everybody, please. Yeah, yeah. Because you guys and the girl going to church and the boy breaking into the neighbor's house so he can play Nintendo, I don't give a fuck. 
Ooh, like action Nintendo? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think it's a Nintendo. It looks more like an Atari. <laughs> Wait, is it set in the 80s? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Americans in the 80s. I thought could... it was a current show. No, it can't be. It wouldn't make... I mean, let's be honest. Apparently, the Cold War never ended, and we are just the only ones who didn't know that. But <laughs> as we get off with our election. Um, but it's set in the 80s about two kgb agents who pose as americans uh to do covert ops and they're supposed to be like a married couple and they have kids and but they're like going on all these ops and stuff so it's set in the i think 1982 83 other kids agents too no their kids are just american kids like they're actually their biological children but they're raised as american children and i'm like how does that work I don't, that's the thing, I'm like, how does this, what kind of, like, what's the end game? Because what are you going to do, like, go back to Russia with the two kids who've always loved American capitalism? Like, what, what's going on? Do they speak at all with Russian accents? No, but that was, that's the whole point. Like, that they literally, they look exactly like Americans and they sound exactly like Americans. Their English is impeccable. You cannot tell the difference. Okay. That's the whole thing. Americans. Yep. All right. Yeah. And they put on, a, there's a lot of wigs in that show. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of disguises, a lot of fake mustaches and big glasses. The kids have no idea. The kids have no idea. Well, the daughter's starting to figure it out. It's season, like the end of season one, but okay. the kids have no idea. There's Atari. There is a video game system that I got a glance of, but it was not a Nintendo. But the parents won't let them have a Nintendo or no. an Atari. No. That sucks. No. Like well, I didn't guys. have a Nintendo until I was like ten. I yeah, but these kids are old. These kids would have been born in like the the late sixties, early seventies, so they're older than we are. Because this is like nineteen eighty three, and the girl's like fifteen. She would be born in the seventies. No, she would have been born probably in sixty eight. Wait, fifteen? If she's nice, if she's fifteen in nineteen eighty three. No, you're right. Yeah. We'll go with the Atari. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no Nintendo yet. Like I said, I think it's like 1983. Well, you said Nintendo. I got all excited. I know it was a video game system that I got literally two seconds of screen time. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it was. <laughs> In like a Z plot while everybody else is getting their heads blown Z-plots off. Z plots are the best. <laughs> That's all I care about is the Z. That's everybody else is getting bullets to the head and this kid just playing a fucking video game. That's that's how I operate. I'm usually paying more attention to the things that aren't that aren't important. I don't know in, if he was playing an actual video game. They never really show it. So it's like it's like this show that's one of these episodes. I'm like, what games are they playing? Oh, I'm gonna have to show Sean that episode just so he can look at the video game system and <laughs> <laughs> figure out what it is. Oh, I'd be like, oh, I know what game that is. <laughs> it was pink on screen. Does that help you? Were they playing a Pepto-Bismol game? Yeah, yes. It was the Pepto-Bismol game. <laughs> because nothing says capitalism more than buy Pepto-Bismol you know what? If we're talking 1983, we're close to the video game crash. It's possible because a lot of the game, when the video game crash came out, you know, came a part of one of the factors that brought it about was people, was, was were companies producing games uh, that had no business producing games. So, like, Purina produced a game about, like, Dogs? eating dog food like feeding dogs or feeding dog or like it was like chow train or something and there was like a train so pepto bismol might have produced a game where it was like you know bleh, 
you know. Yeah, that that sounds right. Actually, I'd really like to play that Purina game if I have to feed dogs. Yeah, yeah, no. Is that like Tapper but with dogs? I think so. (laughs) Well, no, I don't think it's. it's, You're just doing it as quickly as you can. All these hungry dogs. It's like Neko Atsume, but like the very like the original version, the retro version of Neko Atsume. Oh, just but where you just feed animals? Yes, because that's exactly what you did in Neko Atsume. I haven't checked my Neko Atsume in years. I'm sure those cats are dead. I kind of hope I log on and it's just a bunch of like skeletons. Just skeletons. <laughs> no, they go to other people's yards. And, and, and the and the uh, and the and the grass is really high. <laughs> there's a car in there for some reason. I didn't put it there. It just it's like up. that guy next door to us in uh, in L.A. And I remember Which when we lived in North Hollywood, and there was oh, that guy. That oh the the Scooby man. He had a Scooby because he had cats on his top on his roof and stuff. But he also had you always that dude's house up. was falling apart, and he never wore a shirt. Yeah, he was an old man who never wore a shirt. He had about six cats. Yeah. And they were always on the roof, and we would say, hi, Scoogits. Uh, and his house was literally, like, there were holes in the roof. Well, because it was funny, because so, it was interesting, because... <laughs> it was such a weird... There was, because there was, like, well, there's, I think there's a house across the street, too. No, you know what it was? He was the holdout. Well, right, yeah, clearly. But there, I think there was another house across the street. And that uh, towards the end, towards the back, like there's another random house that wasn't in bad condition. But oh, okay, maybe I don't remember that. I one remember better. that because there was like cause I we just lived remember in, like, a this... fucking dead end and a f- stupid well, plastics factory. Right, but then between the plastics factory were like these two. Yeah, I don't even know if it was a factory. I think it might have been a storage. No, I think they did plastics. Well, I know they did plastics, but I feel like they just stored plastics there because yeah. I never smelled anything. That's true. You know what? Yeah, you're yeah, right. So you... like, because LA is weird and it's like a. You can literally have a giant, perhaps, plastics factory next to an apartment building, and nobody says anything. Uh, you can also have houses in the middle of oil fields, which there fucking are. And you're just like, whatever. Yeah. Because LA's weird. So, <laughs> we lived in North Hollywood, and the first street we moved into was a dead end. And it was our apartment building, this house, this plastics factory, and then the dead end of the street. Yeah. So, it was like this... We'd have this huge, and the fucking street was so thin, so narrow, but these giant 18-wheelers would come down it. Oh, yeah. And, like, because they had to drop things off or pick things up. Uh, but there was that old man who just, like, refused to give up his house, because I'm assuming they must have bought everything else. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. put up all Obviously those apartment they, buildings. They put up those apartment buildings, yeah. Uh, but he just refused to go, but that house was a fucking mess, and it literally did look like a blighted area. Uh-huh. I'm sure that guy's a hoarder. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, he, and he had cats. Yeah. Which, that was exciting. It was exciting to see a cat, yes. It was always exciting because we got to see which cats were out. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like real-life Neko Asume. Yeah. Well, this is Welcome to Cat Talk <laughs> with Sean and Jen. Well, Cat Talk is always... That's, that, always that's us. literally our lives. Because we have uh, Harley walking around now. Oh, he's, he's uh, cute. He's getting used to the house. He's a uh, pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, that's all they are. Pain in the ass. No, he's cute. But uh, trying to think. Also, speaking of Liam Neeson movies, just to kind of. Oh yeah, together. you bought that thing. I bought. Well, I bought the. We went to Second and Charles just you know before we went to go see the movie. Yep, because uh, so I got to buy movie. more disaster books. Come here, sweetheart. And uh, I just happened to. It's the first time probably I didn't buy anything crazy, crazy. But I just happened to find. Uh, Dark Man. Because for some reason I was thinking about Dark Man. That I've uh-huh. never seen it. I've never seen it either. No. But I was like, you know what? Because if I can find it, maybe I'll buy it. You know, because I don't normally buy physical DVDs or whatever. But, you know, you know, Second Trial's gone cheap or whatever. So they had uh, all three of the Darkman movies 
uh, released, uh, and they were it was like six bucks. Huh. So I picked that up and I watched Dark Band for the first time. It's a Sam Raimi movie, definitely a Sam Raimi movie. Um, it's not bad, you know. There was a part where accidentally I hit like the because I was using the PlayStation, so I accidentally hit like the skip ahead. So I think I missed a portion of the movie, like a mm. small, like a small portion. Yeah. Because I was like, "Hey, what happened here?" But nonetheless, though, base. I mean, it, it, you, if you've never seen Darkman, basically Liam Neeson is a scientist that's trying to create like a bunch of skin, and for some reason, Francis McDormand, McDormand, who's his girlfriend, is like gets him implicated in some sort of. Uh, racketeering plot and he ends up you know there's like a memorandum or something that's like he's in possession of for some reason but you know he gets mixed up in it and he ends up you know he ends up getting like getting his face shoved in acid and his hands burned the building explodes and he gets thrown into the water and somehow they find him still alive and they do some sort of like operation on him or something happens to him where he basically he can't feel pain you know even though his skin is completely like you know he's super charred does he start screaming oh my skin no sadly he does not it's too bad and uh then but then he uh you know but he also has like super strength and shit so he like escapes from the hospital and goes to like get vengeance and stuff and he finds out how to create the skin uh, but the skid's only good for like a hundred minutes, so oh. after a hundred minutes, well, or... that's pointless. Right? I mean, it's not. It's only it's only good for a hundred minutes. At, can't really go in, anywhere in the daytime. At night, because it's because it's something to do with like the oh the sun, the sun or whatever. Uh, he you know he's able to do better at night, but yeah. I was gonna say you go to a really long movie, you're not gonna have any skin by the time you leave. Yeah, which is most <laughs> movies. No skin. No skin by the time you leave. So yeah, but then yeah, there's there's also a lot of like random, like swearing in it too, which is mm-hmm. kind of funny. Good, good. I think it's worth it. It's definitely. I th- we'll have to watch it again. Okay. I think it's worth a watch because I feel like you know our buddies we hate movies at some point might do it just sure. for the fuck of it. Um, because it's not a great movie, but it's you know it's a stupid movie, and there's a bunch of sequels that Liam Neeson wasn't in, but those do exist. And yeah. uh, maybe at some point I'll, I'll watch those because I have them all. I have the entire Dark Man trilogy. Oh man! In my possession. Very exciting. So yeah. yeah. Uh, I just bought books about terrible things. I bought a, a book about the real life story of a floating brothel. Like in the air? No, like a boat. Oh okay. The floating brothel, the extraordinary true story of an 18th century ship and its cargo of female convicts. Excited for that. Sounds feel good. Uh, and Dead Wake, the last crossing of the Lusitania, which we all know got sunk by a U-boat. Nice. Yeah, that's going to be a horrible, horrible story. Can't wait. My wife. Yeah, something's wrong with your wife. <laughs> uh, real quick, so just, um, you know what? I don't really know for certain if this is true. Uh, but I think I, I saw the ar- I saw an article about it. Was it Army Hammer is... I saw that too. In the... Uh, in the in the running to play Batman, yeah, I guess. But he's wasn't pretty he close. before too? Before probably Affleck was cast. I'm certain he was. He was. I don't you know, know. He's a square jawed white guy. He was. He was about right. He was probably definitely. He had to have definitely been in the running because you know what? Social Network was already, you know, already a came thing. and went by that time. I think uh, what Lone Ranger was uh-huh. already. Uh-huh. Maybe was already out too. 
Or Man from Uncle, too. You know, I forgot about that. Oh, he was in that. Yeah. Oh, he's already hanging out with Superman. Yeah, yeah. See, that was a that movie. Right. Was, that movie could be could be considered canon. I liked that movie more than other people liked that. Movie. It was pretty good. I thought I thought it was I didn't right. hate it. Well, yeah. I didn't hate it. Everybody was like, it was bad. I was like, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> it was entertaining. I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so apparently he's in the the lead running. So we'll see if Army Hammer becomes. Burke's way, and I think he could probably pull it off. But oh, sure, you know, you know, at least two. At least from my perception, I don't know the guy, but I feel like you don't get as much baggage. Dear personal friend, Army Hammer. <laughs> Yo, Army. <laughs> Yo, arm. 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 No, no arm. <laughs> <laughs> he. uh yeah, he. I feel like he comes with less, considerably less baggage than Ben Affleck does. Uh, he does. Poor Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, no, that was very upsetting. Oh, when he got cast? Yes, I was so upset. Yeah, that really, that really fucked up a lot of people. Yeah, it really upset me. <laughs> that ben was Affleck. That was quite. And then bit. you know he he was a pretty good. I thought he was all right. He wasn't terrible. He wasn't the worst part of any of those movies. No, a lot of things were bad about this. A movies. lot of things, but he was not the worst part of it. Yeah, there was a there was a I lot. I didn't of think things. he was bad. I think just the movies overall were not yeah. good, and they should have been better. I really want them to lean into like old man Batman. Give me a John Hamm. We do a Batman Beyond or something. I don't That'd know. That'd be so fucking great, even with an even older guy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who would be a really good older guy. Liam Neeson. Yeah, just Irish Batman for no Well, he would have to because Liam, Liam Neeson doesn't even fucking try. He's like, I'm not covering this accent because I can't. So I'm just going to be. I spent a lot of time with Alfred over in Ireland after my parents were murdered. <laughs> There's your explanation. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. I mean, the movie probably won't come out for another 10 years. Yeah, by then we'll all be dead. Doesn't yeah, no, was, I don't see what the point is. Yeah, R.I.P.S. <laughs> so uh, i guess we should take our break sure we'll come back we'll talk about our book for this week hi everybody my name's hub and i host a show called tighten up the defense a podcast that would likely benefit from a tagline every week we read either a defenders comic book from the 70s or a new teen titans comic from the 80s I give a synopsis of that comic that I have handcrafted to amuse and inform, and then my good-for-many-things brother Cory comes over and we talk about what we found interesting about the comic we just read. It's a lot of fun, and we hope you'll join us for it. Anything you'd like to add, Cory? I like cocaine from an animal's butthole. Mm. It is. So good, it is. Paradise. Well, Cory, I don't really think that's appropriate. We're trying to do a promotion for our podcast here. Shut up. Okay, fair enough. Any final thoughts? Of course. Well, let's hear them. I have eaten all the beaver butt bits. You have eaten none. And beaver's butt bits. Pretty good. There you have it. Tighten up the defense. That's T-I-T-A-N. You can find it wherever podcasts are found. It's probably worth mentioning. I'm the one who does the editing. Catch the wave of the future and hang ten on it with us. Cowabunga. Back here in our worst collection ever with our book for this week. It is I Love You. <laughs> I Love You, <laughs> number 49. Oh, 
man, there were 49 issues of I Love You. Oh, there was more than that. From uh, December 1963, uh, this is a Charlton comic. Oh, man, and this is a fucking brand and a half. We Because uh, we are doing these uh, comic love, com- romance comics this month. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's February. And we've had this one in our collection for a while. This is uh, beat up to shit. Like, literally, anytime I pick it up, it sheds. Yeah, it's kind of great. I mean, it's it's from 1963. It has seen better days. This is uh, pretty goddamn old. Yeah. I don't think it's worth anything. I think, I, I, where did you get this from? Oh, I don't even remember. Because I feel like... <sighs> I honestly don't even remember where I picked this one up. Was it Jeffrey's? I feel like this has been a Jeffrey's book. Uh, I don't know if I got it. We didn't get it from Buffalo, did we? No, I don't think I got it in Buffalo. Uh. I feel like I just got it in... You know, um, oh no, I think I know where I got it. Remember when um, Earth 2 was doing that outside sidewalk sale? Really? Is this from Earth 2? They had some romance comics, yeah. Really? Interesting. This might have come from them. This also might. You know what? I think you might be right. I think I, 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 I think feel I feel like I that's it. right because I don't think I got a lot of romance comics, if any, from Jeffries. But yeah, this is a Charlton's comic. This comic ran from 1955 Jeez. to 1980. What? No. I'm not kidding. I mean, by the time it was, you know, 1980, by, by the time 1980 rolled around, it was just doing reprints. Where can I get it? I don't Where know. can I find all of them? Um, there, this this comic is. That shit crazy, and we're gonna get into it, right? But uh, uh, yeah, this is one of the you know the the Charles and Comics. Um, I don't know. Charles and Comics. I have a couple other uh, romance comics from the same publisher, and they're all really crazy, really out there. Obviously, written by men trying to tell young girls how to behave. Oh yeah, they're telling we're t- we're telling we're telling you how to do things here. Yeah. Uh so, you know, basically morality lessons cloaked in comics. Well, that's what you want. Uh and that's that's what these are. So. so so this comic, uh the cover, I believe was owned by somebody named Betty Lim. Yep, cuz she wrote her name all over she it. She wrote her name all over it. Or <laughs> I wonder what this wrote... Betty Lim is doing today. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Be- Betty mm. Lim if you're listening. We have your comic. We have your comic, Betty. <laughs> Please tell me if you have any more in your collection. Tell, yeah, Are tell, they in better condition? Tell, she might be like, I, I've, I just needed this last one. She's, <laughs> she's like, my mom got rid of them. It's terrible. Well, she's been hunting them in uh, landfills because yeah. it came from a landfill. Yeah, it's really beat up. Um, but so on the cover, uh, you have a man. In a brown suit, morning. Oh, sitting. Uh, oh, the dangerous mind style. Yeah, sitting uh, backwards in a chair, like he's gonna rap with some students. Oh, but, he's, yeah, he's gonna. But rap this is right. before that was a thing. <laughs> so he's just doing it. Also, it's kind of weird the way his legs drawn. Legs are drawn because there's it's, a it's couple a questionable uh, poses in this book. Yeah, this is not the first. But uh, yeah, he's sitting in a chair and a woman behind him. So he's sitting there saying. Uh, how can I forget? How can I forget? I I loved her so, and I killed her. And uh, there's a woman, blonde woman, behind him saying, uh, "Please, Nick, you must forget. Uh, don't let your life end here." Yep. And, and then there's like a bubble of memory. In memory, and he's memory uh, bubble. Looks like he's looks like this is Nick, and he's crying, and he's holding a a, a woman, lady, a lady in his arms. It says, "Condemned to loneliness." Oh no. 
So Charlton Comics gives you more. Give you more. Give you more. Give you more. Give you more. That's what it says. Uh, so basically, it starts off with a car crash. It's that uh, last kiss. It's that yeah. It's that last song which Pearl Jam has covered. I don't know who did it originally. Oh shit! I should know that. I should know that too. Um, well, you look that up. I'm gonna look that up. Uh, so basically, you know, we start off when you see a car crash, and he's you know we got this Nick fellow, basically the image from the cover, holding uh, his woman and his wife in his arms, uh, Rita. Yes. And he's saying, he's saying, you know, basically he's uh, commentating on this. Oh, did you find it? Last Kiss was a song released by Wayne Cochran in 1961. Uh, failed to do well. He re-recorded it and re-released it in uh, 1963. And then it was later revived by J. Frank Wilson and the Cavaliers. Okay. Pearl Jam and other artists. But everybody knows this song. It's the... The one about the lady who dies. Where, oh, where, where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from me. You know yep. that song. So, <laughs> so I used to love that song when I was a kid because my parents used to hear it on the oldies channel. And oh, I, was, yeah. I was like five and I'm like, can't wait to hear that again. Oh, that's nothing. Back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, you know, I mean, I grew up in that the same kind of thing too. My parents listened to the oldies all the time. So yeah. a lot of those songs. Oh, they're great. Like that's pretty much the uh until i was about like eight maybe that's pretty much all i listened to yeah i didn't really ha- i mean like i knew of other music yeah i mean i like, knew of like michael jackson's thriller yeah like i knew and, of like, pop songs and i yeah. knew of rock songs or whatever yeah. but it wasn't until i was maybe like 10 yeah i didn't really like actually like watch like mtv so that's when i you know i started understanding all this other music and stuff like i knew of bands sure you know because i had you know metalhead cousins or you know rock and roll cousins right that wore like half shirts and shit with bands on them. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, but I, you know, but I was pretty much like, you know, my mom listened to Oldies 104. You yeah. Know, in it Buffalo. was cool 105 out here. Yeah, listening to that. You listen to. And that's all my parents ever listened to. So he's holding his wife in his arms. And so there's a car accident, obviously. And, you know, he's, you know, we get a lot of Nick, this guy Nick kind of commentating on he's it. He's very upset. But my favorite is. Uh, the drunk guy who hit them. Um, so Nick is very clear about the fact that he is going the speed limit and he is in his own lane. Yeah. And then he gets hit by this drunk and this drunk guy. Look at this crash. Are we looking at the top view of the crash? Yes. Woof. And head on collision, whatever. And this guy's really drunk and he is just like, why are you worried about it? You got insurance. <laughs> This woman is dead. Well, he goes, he's like, we got insurance, and I had to look for my match for my cigar. Blech. Yeah, that's and totally he, it's, the it's same as he's dead got, wife. So he's got, so this guy is, it's funny because this We've guy's We've both coming. been inconvenienced today. I couldn't find my match. Your wife died. Same thing. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're now a widower. Your child is now motherless. That's he right, because they have a baby. They have, they have a brand new baby, and it's like, oh, we have to go out, but now she's dead. Yeah. You know, but I do, I, for some reason, I like this guy's cigar. Gar kind of looked like it exploded. It really does. Like a comically exploded. He <laughs> like he hit mouth. it on the steering wheel. Or or it's like it just like he blit it and it went poof, you know? <laughs> so uh 
And then, uh, yeah, then we're in the hospital. So, yeah, so they, the coroner comes, and she's dead on arrival, basically. She's dead at the scene. So the coroner comes, and they take her to the hospital. And he's like, I wouldn't leave the body. And I just hung out with it in the hospital, in the ambulance, at the scene, until they finally made me leave. Yeah. And so he leaves, and the drunk guy's still there, and he just, like... Starts fighting him in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Well, I like the way he keeps, so, like, the way it's drawn here. I he, just, sl- he tries to slap this guy's tie off. That's basically what he's doing. Like, he looks, he's punching the guy and, like, you're supposed to think he's punching the guy in the chin, but it looks like he's just kind of, like, making his tie go, wee! Yeah, it looks like he went to hit him and missed and just whacked his tie instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's like, that's when I, you know... After they they gave me a sedative, and that's when they discovered I had like two broken ribs and a broken arm or something, yeah. some uh, whatever. And then he just like lays around, being like, "My wife is dead. She's dead." And everybody's like, "Hey," he's like, "I've got nothing to live for." And they're like, "Actually, you have like a six week old baby at home that you kind of need to take care of." He's like, "Fuck the child." Pretty much. <laughs> find me a woman to take care of this baby because i can't possibly do it so just as uh luckily dead wife has living sister (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like an onion (laughs) art well luckily dead wife has living sister yeah it does so real quick i just wanted to point something i saw this online uh on twitter somebody reposted as a click hole thing Uh it's like it's like, fo- folks, get ready to be sad. This man works for a website. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture of a guy in front of a uh, I, What did I say this today? And it was just like, uh, more, like deeply embarrassed man stands stock still as acquaintance zips up his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> the quote is like, hold on, buddy, let me get that for you. And it's a picture of a guy zipping another guy's backpack. I love that you did. <laughs> but pretty much, uh, so this guy's just sitting here, and thankfully, okay, so these guys in the hospital, and the woman, this woman shows up, and uh, she's like, hey, uh, you don't remember me very much, but, like, I'm, I... like, Rita's sister, Louisa, and I've already, like, pay, already, like, fed the baby, and she's like, he's like. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to give up my own life as a young woman uh, to take care of your baby forever and he's like you look so much like her and so they like go home and he's just like anger smoking oh yeah he's just like pissed off there's because... a lot of, actually there's a lot of like close smoking in yeah his... all he does is just glare and smoke yeah. and so he's like mad because she's like good to the kid and like looks like the wife and he's like you know what fuck this you keep that fucking baby forever i'm running off to venezuela again this is ties in with the other Charlton comic we read, where the the woman the woman hater the woman the one where the man she was like oh you're a man hater because yeah because yeah her yeah, husband, yeah because yeah her mom her father oh that's right he went to Venezuela her and father worked, and went to back. South America and never came back oh shit is, the, is she that baby no oh, that's a boy oh man they have the same story Charlton yeah Charlton dad dad's gonna run off to Venezuela either that or like one of the guys who wrote this was like really working through some issues. About his dad running off to Venezuela when he was a child. A lot, so much, th- so there much is, Venezuela. There is so much drug muling going on <laughs> in these comics. I uh, this guy and blonde killer men, blonde murderers. serial murderers, and uh, 
dudes doing drug mules for Venezuela. Drug mules. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. And so he goes to Venezuela and he meets up with who you said is... uh... Fat Gomez Adams. (laughs) Because he looks just like Gomez Adams except he's fat. (laughs) He does look like Gomez. He's he's even wearing like the striped suit like Gomez wears. Oh, is that Paul Bear? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that could also be Paul Bear. Undertaker, put these drugs up your ass. Oh, yes, they will never look up there. Well, I mean, considering The Undertaker was complete. That was a very good Paul Bear, by the way. My uh, Undertaker <laughs> is a corpse who has drugs stuffed in it. That's exactly and what I was going to say. And he comes alive to Tombstone the wrestlers. <laughs> he comes alive to Tombstone law enforcement. <laughs> Hey, boss man, watch out. You're going to get tombstone by the Undertaker. And he has drugs up his ass. Well, you wouldn't even have to put him up his ass because since he is a dead man, you could just just fill every hole. You could just open his body cavity and be like, we're embalming him, but you're just stuffing him with cocaine. How great would it have been if the Undertaker got body slammed and a bunch of drugs came out of his body? Oh my God, would it be even funnier? The Undertaker. (laughs) The Undertaker. That man had drugs in him. The Undertaker gets body slammed. And he literally explodes, and cocaine just fills the air. Cocomania. <laughs> Cocomania. Oh, man, and all the wrestlers come to the ring and snort it. What if he and fell... the last time wrestling happened. What if he fell through the top of that cage with Mick Foley, and he just became powder? Because <laughs> <laughs> his body's entirely it's cocaine. all cocaine. Is just that with that Liam Neeson Callis, skin. The Undertaker is entirely made of cocaine. He, yeah, well, he's dead and stuffed full of it because he's a drug mule. And then he's covered in that skin Liam Neeson made in Dead Man. In Dark Man. Oh, okay. Oh, Liam Neeson's in this too. Great. Yeah, Liam Neeson's there too. I'm Liam, sure Liam he's... Liam Neeson also supplied the coke that he did when he started... Because he stole it from that guy. That <laughs> oh, that's, that was right. That was also part of Gold Pursuit. When he like steals the cocaine and he's like opening it and it's just blowing in his face. And he somehow does not get completely <laughs> fucking wired. <laughs> and he's like rubbing it all over because he's like trying to get it out of his face. It's just making it worse. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, you just got to let it be, man. <laughs> or just don't stand downwind, Liam Neeson. But okay. <laughs> Okay, so so okay, so this guy's in uh, Venezuela for like a couple of years. Yeah, and he's not like, I long. worked twenty four hours a day. He's not there that long because he comes back to visit his kid. His kid's a toddler. What, like two, maybe? Right. Looks like he's about to. This guy becomes Polly Walnuts in the span of like eighteen months. <laughs> he gets the wings. <laughs> oh, Polly Walnuts! That's just probably cocaine. He just put the cocaine in his hair. He just hair. put the cocaine in his He's hair. He's like, look, I couldn't fit any more up my ass. I go with my hair <laughs> I just now. use it like, pome- like pomade or pomade. Or Pom- pomade. Pomade. Or- it's just gel. <laughs> just just cocaine gel. Just ma- I just imagine this guy getting up in the morning and be like, oh, where, oh, where can my <laughs> baby? Looking in the mirror, just putting cocaine in his hair. <laughs> singing that song. Oh, you see, he's singing that song. Yeah, the song came out around that time. He's like, oh man, this song really speaks to me. This song is strangely about my life. It's strangely about my life. So is this comic. What's going on? <laughs> so is that the Undertaker? <laughs> so he's like, I got to take my cocaine hair, and I'm going back to the states to visit my kid for like a week. We visit this kid who somehow is this, has has a spine problem. This, this child has a uh, spina bifida. 
or, or, or he's like, he's like, he has like a like he's doing like he's like, sashaying he is sashaying this kid is gonna be divine in a few years i think that's what happens he grows up to be divine and work with john waters okay that's 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 the story we're going with here yep, that's yep, what yep, i'm going yep, with because yep, yep. this kid is just some, like model walking with this hip movement <laughs> i don't know what it is <laughs> he's I like he's wearing a skirt it kind of yeah, I mean, it, it kind of just yeah. look, maybe has polio. I don't know. Well, back then, yeah, everybody had polio. I mean, they yeah. figured out that, that everybody a... got the vaccine. Oh, maybe maybe his uh, his surrogate was... mom's an anti anti vaxxer No, I don't even know if it was available for everybody back then. To be oh, honest with you. Okay. Well, you've been reading all the disease books. I know. I gotta get my disease books going on. Anyway, so Polly Walnuts gets uh, you know she's like, look, you know, you're uh... well. This is okay. She picks him up. From the airport, uh huh. And we gotta, we gotta move, keep get moving with this book, but like, it just there's just a lot of random ass stupid parts in this. This is true. Where she picks up, picks him up at the airport, and he's like, she's like, okay, well, you're a man, you're the man of the house, so you drive. And it's like, and he's like, I can't drive because, you know, oh where, oh where could my baby be? Right, like I don't drive anymore. How we got around in Venezuela, I don't know. Well, Gomez walked. You Gomez. rode around in the Paul Bear's hearse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah and then there's just a lot of stuff of him like you know like this girl uh, louise uh, louisa or whatever she's like you're being a dick and he's like fuck that yeah i hate it i'm so sad yeah and she's like hey she basically she calls him a sourpuss but you know she wanted to call him a pussy She's like, what's wrong with you? You're being a sourpuss. You know, your wife wouldn't be happy because you're just letting this ruin you. And he's like, I am Polly Walnuts now. Go get me a velour tracksuit. <laughs> and so she, he's like, well, I'll go stay at the neighbor's house. I, me and Tony have to go bury Ralphie Cifaretto's head yeah, in the field. I'm, I'm going to do that. In the, in the field. Uh, you hang out with the kid. And she's like, no, dude. I've been hanging out with this kid for two fucking years. I'm going to go eat dinner by myself. Not even my goddamn kid. Yeah, it's not even my kid. I would like to go shopping and not see your stupid kid. Um, So he's like, oh, I guess I could take care of it. So he like... Makes him a hot dog. Makes him a hot dog. And then the next... He's like, everything's going real good. Until the next morning when he runs out of milk. And that's a drawing of him looking at this empty milk bottle. <laughs> He literally has it like he's holding it by the top and it's right in front of his face and he's just staring at it like inches from his nose. Is he trying to fill it with his tears? Yes, he is. I think he is. Actually, it's kind of close to his hair. So maybe he's trying to get his cocaine to go in there. He's like, it's white. It's the same thing. Yeah. So there's a big crisis because the kid needs to eat. And the kid wants milk and he's crying because he sucks. He's a child. Instead of just being like, eats fucking toast kid uh he has to go to the store i don't know if he's not old enough for toast he's old enough for toast that kid's on solids (laughs) (laughs) he's like he's like oh no i have to go to the store but no one is around to drive me i'm going to have to drive myself yeah somehow this turns into this guy trying to drive it's like a story about a man who overcomes his fear uh, his, his trauma of driving and then uh yeah then he goes then he comes back and he's like oh you did this on purpose and she like the sister's making him eggs or something and he's like man just like a broad doing this blah 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 and she's like okay you know i'm gonna just be a great mother and an all-around wonderful person and then he's like you know what you're a good mom i've decided i love you let's get married she's like yay and that's the end of this well then we all we, we end on like a creepy thing of like this kid so they're kissing Oh yeah, and then the kids in the back. That the, kid's a voyeur. 
Yeah, he's like... That's his kink. He's <laughs> like, I like to watch. I like to see my parents. I love watching my... Or my sort of parents. My, my, my sort of parents gonna fuck. So that that's it. That shitty man overcame his fear of driving and then married his dead wife's sister. The end. The end. <laughs> so uh, let's jump to the next one. The next one is I would not see. So basically the gist of this entire story is this girl is dating a blind guy, but she doesn't know if she can love a blind guy. Uh-huh. And so all she does is try to figure out if she can love a blind guy. Yeah, it's basically And that's it. all it does for about three, four pages, five pages. Well, at one point she, uh, yeah, she has like this like fever dream where she can't, like she's just laying in bed being like, blind man, I can't, I don't know. But she's already dating him. Well, she's not sure. I don't know. She's just a lot of like. She's hanging out with she, him. She likes him a lot, but he's blind, so she doesn't know. So well, I guess like I mean, that's all it is. That's all this whole fucking story is. We don't know is. anything about this guy's blindness and how we don't know anything about it. any of these characters. This guy is blind, and she's not, and they don't know. And well, apparently, he's you know he might he, not be always blind. Yeah, he's kind of blind he's the kind of blind that gets fixed at the end of the story so don't worry yeah don't worry don't worry you can uh, but she's gonna we'll like blindness guys go through all this shit until she gets to the end because i'm just skipping over this whole story because, well, no, we like, just this go is to, it well they go to the beach there's this part where they go to the beach and she's like she's like i'm really into it you know or where i'm like i don't know what's going on and he's like well let me feel your face and she's like oh man do you think he's doing that creepy thing that john travolta does in uh face off oh when he just where he does like the waterfall over people's faces isn't it just like john john travolta in general i don't know he, he made it up for the movie i don't know if he actually does that but i wouldn't be surprised isn't that shoot john travolta yeah just going around touching people's faces is that, and shit. Is that what this guy's doing he's just waterfall on yeah. people's faces so at one point she's like you know she's like oh darling don't you mustn't say how much how how beautiful i am because you like, can't see me. Is that why she can't be with this guy? She's like, I'm so beautiful, and this guy can't appreciate my true beauty. Yeah, so I, think, I, think, I think there's, that, <laughs> I think there's, there's a little bit of that. that going on. I think just part of that. You know, I'm she just a vain. You know, and then at one point she says, like, oh, we mustn't fall in love. And he's like, but I already love you. No, he's like, he gets, like, pissed. He's like, he's like oh, well, how dare you say that? And then he just walks off. Yeah. Just walks, walks along the beach. I... I because they're there with like their other couple or whatever. Yeah, it's like friends or something. Friends or whatever. I thought for, for a second, I was like, wait, is he his right? Did she drive him there and he's just walking away and like just like he can't because he can't drive? Yeah, that's also the weird thing about this because this guy's blind and there's no like, you know, seeing uh, Kane. There's no dog. He's got Kane. She talks about his white cane a bunch. But we don't see him with it. Yeah, we do. Is he walking away with it at the beach? Yeah. Where? Right there. See? There's a cane. Oh, okay, good. Because in the other picture, it doesn't the, look the, like the, he has it. At the very beginning, he's like, she's like, oh my god, his cane. Oh, yeah. No, that I see. But I, uh, at the beach, it looks like he's walking away without it. That one right there. Oh, this? No, he's got a cane. Well, no. this or here, here he doesn't. You yeah, he's just it. like, I'm going to walk down this beach that I've barely ever been to without oh, my cane where, or my dog. Oh, where can my cane be? Um, so she, uh, yeah, and then she's, he's just being a, you know, they're just... She's like, oh my god, I should, I I do love him, and I need to make him feel better. 
and or I need to get back with him. And, I should and, stop being such a shallow bitch. Yeah, and then he uh, he calls him and he kayfabes her and yeah, you know, and then oh, eventually, don't worry. Apparently, between like the time they were at the beach and the time she called him on the phone, he had surgery that he didn't tell anybody about. Yeah, he got some special surgery. So he wasn't like talking about it before with like his friends telling him that, oh man, this might work. No, don't worry. He got special surgery and he can see her and oh, she's so beautiful. He's not blind anymore. The end. Why is he still wearing the glasses? Maybe his eyes are all fucked up because they're still healing. Oh man, what if he's got like... It's uber LASIK. I don't know. (laughs) They, they, uh, yeah, they uh, just cut out my eyeball. Oh no, I have donor irises or something. I don't know. <laughs> if he just takes off his glasses, just got googly eyes. He's like, ah, <laughs> I can see. Ah, like Cookie Monster eyes. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like, I can finally see. She's like, oh my god, oh no. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. If he just like Cookie Monster eyes. And then the rest, then the next story is like, can I love a man with googly eyes? <laughs> And every page just has googly eyes glued on it. (laughs) Nice. Oh my god, let's do that. That's amazing. We'll just glue some googly eyes onto this guy. Yes. (laughs) Every free panel. I love it. So uh, here's the, I guess this is the, is this the longest one of this? Yeah, it's like the the end too. The main event of uh, this one is called Charlton Comics Give You More Postponed Love. Yes. It's about this woman basically who it's loves about, this guy, but this guy is like, we fucking, can't get married right now because I have to do insert thing here. Yeah, basically he. Yeah, basically he. Every time he's like, you know Where what? You oh wait, no, I got to do something else. I got like, but go, it like takes me away. Like I have to go like train. I have to go do war. Does he go to Venezuela? <laughs> it would not be surprised if he goes to Venezuela. You know, I am surprised. Yeah, I'm so shocked that he didn't end up in Venezuela like the like the rest of Charlton. And he men. has a friend who is a blonde man who must be the murderer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's back. Yeah. So we got uh, what's her name? This is uh, so Dick is her boyfriend. That's right. And I forget the boyfriend's uh, Beverly, friend's name. Beverly is, is her girl. name. The friend's name is a uh, not Dick. Cunt. Not Dick or something. Uh, Carl. Close enough. <laughs> Carl. And he, uh, so basically, she's like about, he's about to tell her something. And then Carl shows up and he's like, hey! Yeah, they're like, we're going to war! Yeah, it's literally the beginning of every war movie ever, except uh, neither Carl nor Dick die. No, 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 they don't. They they don't get captured. Nobody has to go save them from the Germans. Nothing. Yeah, so she's like, look, you know, I have to go to war, but, like, when I come back, you know, we're going to we'll be married. together. And then their faces meld together. Like, yeah. You see that there? Like, their faces Oh, become... gross. There's no line there. They really do. That's that's what happened. Yeah. And then uh, they come back from war. She's like, you know, and then they decide to, like, hook up Carl with a, with a lawyer woman. Oh, apparently... yeah. Okay. But the lawyer girl is like, you know what? I, I don't want to get married. I'm just ready to, I just want to, you know, I just want to fuck. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of scenes here where the women are, you know, the basically the the friend is telling this Beverly like, hey, you know, you, you know, this your husband or your buddy, you know, your dude is not gonna like marry you because he's not into marriage like you thought he is. Yeah, he wants to just be like single. He's single. He likes sexy rhombuses. This guy comes up, you know, this dick guy is like, you know, she's like, she's like, oh, my God, I really want, you know, because they're at this dance and this woman tells her that. And she's like, 
Just Beverly's like, oh, I really want to, I really want to, you know, get married. I want to be with him. I want to be with him. And he, then the Dick shows up. He's like, hey, I got good news. I'm leaving again. Yeah, because he's going to train for a job or something. I'm going to the coast. I'm assuming to Venezuela. And then he lights a cigarette in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's what you do. And she's like, don't you want to stay with me? And he's like, don't worry, babe. I just got to do this thing. So she watches his plane leave. Uh, and then he sends her a letter where he's like, you know what? I'm going to stay and take this job. Glad you wasted your life. Bye. Yep. Uh, and so she's just like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to be alone forever. And I'm going to wear this weird hat. And yeah, that's a weird hat. It's like a, it's, like a Br- it's like a Bray Wyatt hat. Yeah, it's kind of like a Dick Tracy hat. <laughs> <laughs> like she's gonna start solving crimes which actually wouldn't be too bad oh man um, she's she's like you know what because this is where the, the romance the... novel usually starts yeah oh what when she's solving crimes no when she, when everything is left and now it's time for her to like do something else and then she meets the the dude she actually has gotcha the sex with oh okay yeah, yeah so um so don't worry her friend is a pain in the ass and like stop wearing that stupid hat and come to my lawn party because it's my birthday and come on my lawn you've been hiding over here too long and she's like oh i don't know and she's like no you have to come by um so she goes and i invited this blonde serial and killer the blonde serial killer's there and he's like hey i'm hit that guy's friend but don't worry about it i like you she's like yeah you know she's sitting there thinking like oh yeah he's like much nicer than my shitty friend my shitty dick and so, so they start hanging out they start hanging out and uh he's grabbing her face weird oh yeah he's doing some face grabbing oh they're doing some swimming they're swimming they're going for night walks which that that'll just get you killed yeah they're, they're yeah, drinking yeah. out of a can i'm assuming together because there's only one can oh yeah yeah she's like <laughs> honey let's share this can of dr pib or whatever <laughs> And then finally they kiss, and they're like, oh, my God, I love him. But guess what? Our buddy Dick shows back up, and he's like, me in town. Hey, babe, you want to get married? Literally, he gets off the bus and just goes, hey, my girl. get you know The, the girl that I sent a letter to telling her I haven't that, spoken to you in months. Uh, yeah, let's get married, up? like, right now. Yeah. And this she... is the worst booty call. <laughs> because instead of just getting to fuck, you actually have to marry the guy. Yeah, I know. It's like yeah. booty calls back in the sixties were like you had to get full on married. Yeah, not only that, but full like, on betrothed. All of these comics, like these people, barely speak to each other most of the time, and then they're like, "Hey, I know we only met like two panels ago, but you want to marry, get married?" And they're like, "Yes, I love you." And you're like, "You don't even know that guy's last name. What are you doing? Do you know his middle name? Do you know his favorite color? Have you met his mother?" Oh, yeah, there's no mother meeting. Nothing. Nothing. They're just going to get married. I'm they're like, not. They're, okay. They're, I mean, uh, I guess that's how it worked back then. Well, but but they, they didn't, people didn't live together if they weren't married, I don't think. I think that's. I mean, kinda... some people probably did, but it was looked down. Oh, upon. that was back. That was in the, you know, San Francisco and the crazy hippie cities. Yeah. We're all living together and not, you know, Don Draper's showing up, looking looking down upon you, whatever. So she's like, oh my God, you guys, are, let's get married. And she's like, oh shit, I don't want to get married. But then. Uh, she ended up getting married to this other guy. Yeah, and that's it. So he, she's like, and he was the best man. Yeah, she was like that guy who totally jerked me around for many years. Came back just in time to be the best man at my wedding. And that's how that ends. Yep, that's the book. That's that is I love you. From uh, what what did I say this was? Nineteen sixty three. Yeah, but what issue number? Forty nine. Forty nine. I want to make sure we got that right. So I love you, number 49 from December 1963. 
Would you want to read the next issue of this? I want to read all of them because they're just ridiculous. <laughs> so a look how much it sheds. Yeah, it sheds everywhere. Uh, we oh. need to vacuum now because it's like we've got old comic all over the floor. Ew, old comic. Gross. Ugh. It needs to go back in its bag before it just disintegrates. It might, it might turn into coke like the Undertaker. Yeah, it just might. Uh, well, all these comics are maybe they're, maybe they're trying to tell maybe Charlton's trying to tell us something like these comics are actually made of coke mm. because all of our characters go to Venezuela. Yes, to do the drug war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's it for this week's show. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find myself on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, I reactivated my Twitter because I'm an asshole. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get this show. And tell your friends. That would be really cool if you did that. So thanks again for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.